0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Generation GC, The Click, with Devin and Patrick Parker of Till Morning. Last week, we talked about California, The Way I Say I Love You, from Generation Rx, and next week, we'll be talking about a song from the Young and the Hopeless. Formerly known as Parker, Till Morning is a pop rock band from Chicago that formed in 2018. Although, as you'll hear on the show, David and Patrick have been playing together for much longer than 2018. They've won aggressive punk rock influences with some really sweet pop melodies, and their most recent release, as of recording, is the single, OK, which came out this spring. Among their influences is, of course, Good Charlotte, and in fact, they used to cover the clip. If you've been following the Generation GC Twitter lately, you've probably seen me hint about some exclusive content for episode 25. And you're probably wondering what that exclusive content is. Well, Devin and Patrick actually played the quick acoustic for you guys as we were recording the podcast. It, this is like a fan favorite song and Good Charlotte almost never hears it live. So to hear, it, I mean, number one, just to get a performance from a band, a cover on the show was so cool to me. And, and for it to be a track that I know a lot of you really, really love that we never really get to hear live, was amazing. And since we have two guests this week, you'll be able to hear both Devin and Patrick introduce themselves and their pronouns. Some things I wanted to mention, of course, please visit antisemitism.card.co and blacklivesmatters.card.co to learn more about antisemitism and the Black Lives Matter movement, respectively. We need to speak out against all forms of injustice. And, you know, I should mention that if there's something that you would like to hear me speak out against, please, you know, DM me. I, I want to help, you know, use whatever little platform I have to encourage y'all to get involved. Um, I know a lot of you, myself included, are spending a lot of time on TikTok lately in quarantine, and there's some great stuff that is funny or educational or just weird. And TikTok is a lot of fun. I've only made a few posts. But it's a lot of fun to use, but it's also been a breeding ground for a lot of forms of hate from, you know, racism and anti-Semitism, but sexism and slut shaming and fat phobia is rampant on TikTok, and this is not okay. And I just wanted to encourage y'all that if you are on TikTok, please don't let yourself be influenced by other people's hate and hateful comments and videos that just spew really hateful, horrible language towards others, you know? If, if you, in your heart, know that what someone else is saying is wrong, but, you know, on a place like TikTok, people will spew hateful language so casually, they'll make it funny, or they'll try to make it funny. Please don't let that influence you or make you think that it's okay, because it's not. I'm also going to include in the show notes the petition to save the USPS. If you're like me, which I hope you are, you've been ordering more stuff online lately in an effort to not have to go to stores as often. You know, yeah, you, maybe you still have to go to stores to get, like, fresh produce, things like that. But, you know, when it's like, oh, I just need one thing, I'll just order it on Amazon. Um, a lot of people that are ordering a lot of stuff are experiencing delays in receiving the things they ordered. And I think a lot of that can be attributed to issues with the USPS. So I'm going to insert that petition to save the USPS in the show notes. Finally, Generation GC stickers are here. Do you want a sticker? Two things you can do. Number one, support the show on Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash generationgcpod, P-O-D, and that helps me sustain the show and have the right equipment, as well as do things like print stickers and get them mailed to you. Number two, you can donate to a charitable organization. There's a lot of organizations listed at BlackLightsMatters.Card.com that could use your help. And then you are going to send me a screenshot of either your support of the show or your donation, as well as your mailing address. Um, You can DM me on Twitter or Instagram at GenerationGCPod, P-O-D, or email GenerationGCPod at gmail.com, and I will mail you stickers. I will also occasionally tweet or post on the Instagram story about other ways y'all can get some stickers, Whether that's good deeds you can do or ways to help spread the word about the show, so make sure you're following. That's about all for our intro, and now on to episode 25 of Generation GC.
1: Okay, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Devin Parker, and, uh, him. Yeah,
2: I'm Patrick Parker, him.
0: So, yeah, today we are talking about The Click, which... I guess we could say is a song on Good Charlotte's self-titled album. It but once
1: was. Yeah. Great.
0: So the album originally came out on September 26, 2000. The Click was a bonus track on the Japanese edition of the album, which I assume came out later.
3: Mm-hmm. The
0: Click was a B-side on the Little Things CD single in Australia. In March 2001. You can actually still find that uh, on Amazon. But it's like, you know, pretty expensive. And it was also included on a deluxe version of the album in the US. um, Like a re-release. And that's the version I have. Like, I don't know which physical copies of this album you guys have. But I had a CD that on the front it said GC. And then track Mm -hmm. 9. Track 9 of the album was I Heard You. Track 10 was The Click and then walk by. That's the same,
3: yeah, that's that's the the same,
1: same
2: one we that's had. That's the
1: same one, yeah. yeah. We, we had the shirt to go with it.
0: Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, the original version of this album has pluses and minuses because the original version does not have the click, which is a huge minus because the click is
3: mm-hmm.
0: possibly my favorite song on this record. But the original awesome. version has a picture of the band on the cover. And... What I and I don't know why or what's up. Um, the click it is included on the vinyl version of this album that they've pressed recently, but oh. yeah, that that was a recent find. But like, it's not on Spotify, right? And I've heard it's not on yeah. Apple Music,
1: right? Yeah, like, I we looked for it on there. Yeah, you, know, you can only get it on YouTube now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, what what is up with that?
2: They, yeah, it is strange.
0: They have not played it in the U.S., I want to say, ever, or at least not in a long time, but they did play it in Toronto in 2018. Yeah, which... I actually just
3: watched
1: that video, the live yeah. video of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It was great. Um, yeah. That's super cool. I had someone on the show recently. Um, The episode hasn't aired at the time we've recorded it, but I had someone on the show recently that lives in Toronto and they were at the show and I was just like, they were telling me about hearing the click live and I was very jealous.
1: Oh, cool. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, The click was also quite notably the theme song for undergrads. So have you guys watched undergrads? We have not. No. Oh my God. So listeners, if you don't know what undergrads is, so I just watched it. I watched the whole show it's on youtube um it's 13 episodes it's one season and they're like 22 minute episodes so you can blow through it super quick it originally aired on mtv it's apparently now shown on comedy central in the u.s and teletoon in canada but you can literally find it on youtube this song was written for the show um and that was yeah so that was something Uh, that i I i found in my research um there was an interview that Billy and Joel did for ear candy mag, uh, where Joel says that this is his favorite video and he, Billy says he was excited that they drew us as cartoon characters. Uh, and Joel says that they were looking for someone to come up with a song for the show. And we didn't really expect to get it, but we just wrote the song and they liked it and it worked out really quickly and really well. So yeah, it's, we'll all I'll talk a little bit more about the show later, but this show mm. is so great. Cool. And it definitely like watching the show, I picked out little bits and pieces. Like everyone on the show loves star Wars. So like, that's why they have the Obi-Wan Kenobi line. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get back to that, I want to help our listeners get to know till morning. The first question that I love asking people is how they first heard good Charlotte. Um, so I'd love to hear that as well as like how good Charlotte has influenced till morning
1: okay cool um I think we we always knew of Good Charlotte and we were sure. listening to like we were listening yeah. to more like blink 182 and Green Day and the offspring mm-hmm. and we were we weren't quick to to like good Charlotte I think we we just like heard him on the radio a little bit and uh, some other kids that were like more into the pop punk like simple playing good Charlotte you know sure yeah the, they were more into them, but Glory, yeah. we, we like Newfound Glory and we got tickets to go see Newfound Glory and Good Charlotte was also playing.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: then when we saw Good Charlotte live with Newfound Glory, I feel like they killed Newfound Glory. Really? We were yeah. And we were instantly like super big fans. We were like, all right, these dudes are, are the real deal and uh, mm-hmm. we, we will listen to them now.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, business.
3: Yeah.
0: I did not get to see that tour, but I did have a poster from it uh, on my wall. Oh, wow. Uh Yeah. On my wall in my uh, dorm in college for a few years. Uh, yeah. I, I think I just found it on like Amazon or something. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> this
3: is so cool.
1: Yeah. It was a super oh, yeah. fun show. We went there. It was in Chicago. It was at the United Center um, wow. or UIC Pavilion, actually. But it was packed and we had seats that were really high but we, um, we ran down to the floor section for good Charlotte and jumped yeah. the wall and security was like, I love you know, that. trying, trying to stop us, but we just ran into the pit and we hung out there the whole time. And, um, yeah, after that, good Charlotte has been a major influence <laughs> on us. Yeah. Um, we used to like, remember we had an old guitar player, Johnny, and, uh, we used to pl-
2: practice in his basement over here in town and we used to cover, uh, as a three piece, we would
1: cover like the festival song
3: and yeah. the anthem mm-hmm.
2: stuff like that all the time. Yeah, I was think like we played the back then. Yeah. Too. Every
1: time we got together to jam, we were jamming those songs. Yeah. And Johnny was, he was really into uh, good Charlotte. And I think that, you know, he, he always had that CD plan. And that was, that's, you know, another reason why we, we listened to them so much. And, uh, and now good Charlotte means something really special. Johnny, uh, Johnny actually passed away. Um, we were like, we were in a band together when we were like sixteen, and he was—I uh, think he—he he was twenty—and he passed away at that time. And it's just like you know, Good Charlotte and and that self-titled record and all the records actually that came out before then is something that we would listen to and share together. And now it's yeah. just like has has a you know a, a special meaning More to us. A, yeah, like a deeper meaning. Yeah, we yeah. went to go see Good Charlotte with uh, with Johnny. We saw him at the at the Metro, and uh, they signed they signed his shirt the one the black shirt and it said has a gc on the front.
3: Oh and, uh, cool.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, we actually met him and, and we're talking with him for a little bit and gave him our demo and everything like that and that was that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. It so, wasn't on a cassette tape but it was a long <laughs> time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so back up a little bit. So first of all, okay, so you guys are our brothers like Ben yeah. and yeah. good Charlotte. Who's older?
2: Me. Patrick. Patrick.
0: Okay. So we're. Only,
2: only by a year and like four
1: months.
0: Yeah. We're, oh, so we're like
1: Irish twins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, about about the same as uh me and my brother. My brother is like almost exactly 18 months younger than me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were not very close growing up. We, we get along pretty well now. But were you guys were you guys always close growing up?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah when we time. were younger, we would try to kill each other. Date. Sure. Yeah, every day. Um, yeah. But then yeah. we stopped fighting each other when we were like sixteen. Yeah. And then uh, now we just get annoyed with each other, and you know, but we yeah. we deal with it well now. But we've always played yeah. music together. Yeah. Uh, we started writing songs together every day in our bedroom when we were like we've always
3: twelve years, years, years
1: old. Yeah, we've always had. Uh, we've got an older brother and an older sister
2: too. So me, Devin, and our older brother Dustin were always stuck in one room. Yeah. Um, So we all had we had two bunk beds and one bed. So we've, yeah, we kind of
1: we didn't really have a choice. Yeah, that close. We were (laughs) very close always. You know. Yeah.
0: So you were always kind of writing together. It sounds like there wasn't really a period of like. I mean, was was there a period of where you were doing your own thing with music, or was it just kind of together from the beginning?
1: Yeah, we we split up for about five or six years. You know, I got I got married and, and moved away and. And we kind of stopped playing in the band for about Mm -hmm. five years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I had kids, Pat had kids. Okay. And uh, once, once they got old enough, we got, we got back together and started Till Morning. Uh, And that was like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so it's been about two years that Till till Morning has been a band. Mm Mm-hmm. Does it feel different than when you were playing music before this? I think it was Parker you guys are playing as.
2: Yeah, right. Um, it, it's this it's the same uh, now with Till Morning as Parker. It was just kinda like a name change.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But before that, when we're going back to like our old guitarists, like back like fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah. The, the music's that totally different.
1: it's totally different now.
0: Um, really? Yeah, How so? the
1: yeah. And the, the music and the and the strategy that we're that we're kind of going about it as now you know we're treating the band as a business and we're mm-hmm. a lot more serious and we are um, knowingly doing things on purpose to you know get us to where we want to be. Uh, before we were just playing music, having fun, um, drinking beer, and um, playing playing every show we can get we would play we would play like six times a month in the same in the same Same neighborhood yeah same place twice (laughs) in the same month and we'd expect people but that's like what all
0: i feel like a lot of young bands kind of go through that phase because they're like well we gotta play every show we gotta play every show
1: yeah yeah. we would just say yeah every show basement party everything yeah we were we were hustling um back then but and now we're trying to you know we're trying to promote a little bit smarter and and
3: Mm -hmm. you know
1: put our shows a little bit further apart in different areas and, and do, you know, now there's more like online marketing and different sure, things yeah. like that. So I think the way we, the way we treat it now is, is different, but, um, musically before we were a little bit, we were more like messed, good Charlotte, mm-hmm. simple plan, uh, blink sounding. And now, you know, I think we, our sound has evolved to be a little more like, uh, a little more pop yeah. rock. Um, still with those punk roots, but yeah, a I bit
0: I, more. I I can tell. Like the the vocals are very like I don't I feel like rough is almost not the right word because mm-hmm. like you carry the melody so well, but I I I hear a, a blend of you know some some pop influence as well as all this punk influence. That's not like you know all of the other. "Quote unquote pop punk stuff uh, that I think people are used to hearing."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we used to sing. We yeah. used to sing more like "Good Charlotte," mess, sure, you know, and you know, even like Fall Out Boy with that more like nasally.
0: Oh yeah, um,
1: clean, very clean voice. But then, uh, yeah, I think we, you know, when we started the band again, we we kicked it to the curb, and now we're just doing. We're trying to do our most true voice possible now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. you mentioned you mentioned Fall Out Boy and Mess. Uh, two Chicago bands. Um, mm-hmm. Chicago's had a lot going on. Real Friends, Knuckle Puck, Sleep on It in recent years. Yeah. Were you guys involved in like the local scene? Did you get to see a lot of those bands when they were like little little bands playing small clubs in Chicago?
1: Um, not those more recent bands. When those mm-hmm. recent bands were kind of doing it, that's when that's when I was like having kids and sure, yeah, not going to shows. Um, yeah. But the bands before that, like, you know, we used to go see like um, Alistair. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar with like we used to play with Much the Same back in the day. Um, Show Off. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of those bands, even Fallout Boy, we we would see them before they were like massive. Wow. So uh, I think the first round of the pop punk, like like Mess, Alistair, Show Off, Fallout Boy, those bands, there was a lot of great bands like Starstruck, another band in Chicago um you know back in the day we would we would go see those guys and then you know those guys have have gone on to uh you know they did some some really big things yeah Plain white tees another one
0: oh that's right i forget they're from chicago yeah i saw them with simple plan back in like 2005 oh nice yeah get get, get the lineup of this show first band of the night i think was stray light run
3: mm-hmm.
0: um i think and then paramour and nice. then Plain White Teas, and then Simple Plan.
1: Wow. wow. In that order. In that order. Yeah. That sounds like a great day. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was great. I mean, I had gone for Simple Plan, um, but it was great. And it was, like, very wild to then hear, Hey There, Delilah, blow up, like, a year later.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And our, our producer, uh, Sean O'Keefe, produced Hey There, Delilah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so yeah. it's really cool to hear, like, his – his version of, you know, how, how oh, it all I went, went down and, and everything like that. Yeah. Yes, he, he produced full up, boy, um, take this to your grave too. So it's, so uh, he
0: he's worked with like a lot of the big Chicago people.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, um, he's, he's produced a lot of those records, um, which is, it's really cool to be able to work with him and be able to like learn more about the history of, you know, these songs and music. Yeah. You just nerd out a little bit.
0: Yeah. that's going to be real fun. Yeah. So, so, the latest single from Till Morning is called Okay. It came out this spring. Can you talk a little bit about what inspired that song?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. Till Morning, or um, yeah, Okay by, you know, Till Morning. Um, I was dating a girl and I dated her for like a year. And I feel like the, the, you know, the whole time we were, we were dating, I was just like, I kind of had anxiety about the relationship. And I felt Mm -hmm. like it was, it was, I was just like looking for reasons for it to end. And uh, I felt like I was kind of self-sabbing, sabotaging myself. Um, and then, you know, I would I would tell myself during the whole relationship, I'm like, just, just enjoy the moment and think about the little things that, you know, are, are going on as these things that I'm thinking of aren't massive problems. I'm just kind of creating them for myself. Um, and then, you know, after a certain amount of time, me and the girl broke up. And, uh, about four months later, I was, I was in my room and I was cleaning out my nightstand and there was a a bottle of her perfume she left in there and I sprayed. Yeah. And I smell is
0: like, that's like the biggest memory is smell.
1: Yeah. And I sprayed it and it just totally, it brought me back and it made me so sad for like, you know, what happened with us. And, you know, it, it made me feel really bad for her that, you know, I kind of put her through that and I put myself through it and I just just kind of felt bad. And I walked over the piano and I wrote, okay, right then I wrote it in like 10 minutes on the piano. Um, and then, yeah, we just, we worked on it. I showed it to Pat and he had some little like musical changes, but that was pretty much it.
0: I love it. It's, it's a great song. And that's, I'm sure that's a story that a lot of people can relate to. I know I have definitely had moments like that where something just like brings you back and really, really makes you think about, uh, a situation in person.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did.
0: I'm I'm so glad to to have you guys on the show. Um I had, you know, reached out to uh your publicist, just kind of being like, hey, do you have any bands that uh that like Good Charlotte? And he told me that you all cover the click and that, mm-hmm. you know, you like that song and it's been a big influence. But specifically like what made you want to cover the click?
1: The click, I think, is a really is a really cool song, um, yeah. in the in yeah. the way that it's we can relate to it because mm-hmm. it's it's about you and your friends and you know having that together and maybe you don't fit into all the other you know clicks and especially when we were growing up, you know, me and Pat dropped out of high school and felt like we were kind of the outsiders and didn't really fit into certain crowds. Uh, so the click is a song that really you know we could identify with. Yeah, and I feel like Good Charlotte. Does a really good job with you know creating telling the story, telling
2: the story of, <laughs> yeah. of that, yeah, like simple song structure and just
1: those like anthem type of choruses,
2: yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, is awesome. And the click is definitely that, so yeah, we wanted to do the click.
0: And now, Devin and Patrick Parker of Till Morning will play the Click Acoustic.
1: Cool. All right, yeah. four, three, two. Three.
3: Because I walk like Obi-Wan Kenobi People talk, but you don't even
1: know me and that's alright, I get down with GC So I walk on listen to the CD Some people lie, they do it just despite me Behind my back, they don't know what I see
3: But I don't care what they say, I don't need them anyway I'll just go about my day but anyway, you go out on Friday night.
0: I'll stay,
3: but that's alright. I have found a place to call my own. In crowd, out crowd, I don't care. Your crowd, my crowd, we can share. 'Cause so I have found a place to call my own. me, my computer screen the best use of our lives as easy as they seem and one day we'll look back and then we'll have to laugh they used to call us names now they want our autograph to get the girl and make the great it's all a show. it's all okay and i will lose it if i think it's all the same so i don't care what they say i don't need them anyway i'm just gonna find my day but anyway, you go out on Friday night, I'm staying, but that's all right. Because I found a way to call my own. In Canada, I don't care. Don't care, no but I can't share. Because I found a way to call my own. Oh, Crowd, I'm proud, I don't care you not count my crowd, we can't they say I don't need you anyway I'll just go about my day but anyway I don't care what they say I don't need you anyway I'll just go about my day but anyway
0: that was awesome thank you guys <laughs> thank you so thanks No, I I definitely relate to the song a ton as well. Um, Just this idea of, you know, not really kind of fitting in with the mainstream or the popular kids, but finding, you know, your own path, finding that group of people that you do get along with. Um, And it's kind of, and this is definitely, you know, my sort of meta-analysis as, you know, the lens that I can kind of look at this song at look at this song with mm-hmm. you know 20 years after it's released or whatever but it, it's like I feel like this song is coming from the perspective of someone who is has recognized they don't fit in and is like okay with not fitting in in the mainstream but yeah. very much still wants the popular kids to like see how successful they get you know
1: oh yeah it's like it's <laughs> It's like just wait, you know. And yeah. that's, that's what we were. That's what we were saying at yeah. that time too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but one day we'll look back, and then we'll have to laugh. They used to call us names. Now they want our autographs. And I, I loved that line. Um, mm-hmm. I love that line.
1: And so I, much. I think that that's yeah. And that's so cool about Good Charlotte that they are like outwardly sp- speaking about that, and that's something yeah. that me and Pat me and Pat have really, that's, you know, that's our dream. That's been our dream forever. And I think good Charlotte for us made it, made us feel like it's okay to, to not be embarrassed to say like, one day we're going to be famous. And you know, that's, that's where we're going. And I remember reading that good Charlotte when they first sent out their demos, they would, they would send it out and say, you know, sign us now. It'll be cheaper. It'll be cheaper than later. I thought that that, You know, that confidence in yourself is, is good. You know, don't be a, don't be a jerk, but you know, believe in yourself and that's great. And also with the click, you know, there's that, that story of like, that I I know we've both been there to where you're in one crowd and then maybe a girl you like and she likes you is, is in another crowd and you're Mm -hmm. like, you know, you maybe can't can't be together because of that, or, you know, there's tension because of that. And they, they kind of introduce that in the interlude of this song and you don't know what's going there, but it goes there and it, yeah. makes, it makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a uh, it's rough. I mean, I, I definitely did not have a good time in middle school or high school. Uh, and I think I bought this album. It had been out for a few years, but I bought it in seventh grade, which, you know, I think, Especially for girls, seventh grade is, like, always the worst year. Um, <laughs> but hearing this song was very refreshing. And, yeah, I remember, like, <laughs> the boy I decided I had the biggest crush on in, in ninth grade once I got to high school. He was, like, very cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, we were on, like, swim team together and stuff. But I was like, oh, my God, he's so much cooler well, than me.
2: Like <laughs> was he in a band?
0: He wasn't, but I'm pretty sure he played guitar and he always listened to, like, cool indie rock and stuff.
1: Nice. Yeah. On the swim team.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, Swim
1: team sweethearts.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, I wish. Marco
1: Polo. I wish. But but there was
0: also, like, if we're going to talk about, especially that line of, you know, they used to call us names, now they want her on a graph. Uh, There was... You know, there were some not nice people on the swim team. And I ran into one of these not nice people from the swim team at a hostage calm show. And I was just like, a couple years, like years after graduating college, I like ran into one of these like mean girls from high school at a hostage calm show. And I was like, wow, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm <laughs> taking photos. I have a photo pass. What are you doing here? No, this mm-hmm. is my safe space. <laughs> what are you doing here?
1: Yeah, get out of here.
0: Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here.
1: Um, she was probably chasing a a cool guy who was out outside of her. Uh, you oh, that's know, that's exactly what she was doing.
0: Her. Yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she was like telling me all about it. And I'm like, okay, bye. Go go do that. Um, I have to, I have to ask you. You sort of answered it, but it, how was what was like your guys? Middle school, high school experience before dropping out and everything.
1: Um, hated. It. Yeah,
2: we
3: yeah. both just hated, hated it and it.
1: Liked school, which I, is stupid. Now we we would like. Pat was in second grade and ditched school and yeah, walked. I would and our, walked home, and my our grandpa was yeah. <laughs> <they> our, found <laughs> him in the backyard hiding yeah. on the side of the house because he didn't want to go to school in yeah. second oh grade. God, our, our grandpa, my mom's dad, is a he was he's
2: retired now but he was a Chicago police officer mm-hmm. like a sheriff so she would have it got so bad that she would have him drive out in the morning and he would drive me personally <laughs> to school and he'd walk me in the front door yeah. and he would leave and I'd run out the back and still run
1: all the way back home yeah it's and it's it's not because like we we always had friends and we were we were pretty popular in school we always had yeah. friends that were in school we just really disliked authority yeah. and, and like <laughs> homework yeah. and the teachers yeah we just telling didn't us get, what to do you know and we were just like
2: we were out of there just feeling like this isn't for us <laughs> yeah yeah we
1: did school we in sixth grade so we were 12 years old and we ditched school and took the bus to the mall yeah, at eight o'clock in the morning, skateboarded with all the
2: old people walking around. Yeah,
1: we were skateboarding in the mall <laughs>
3: before
1: the stores even opened. Oh and God. then, and then mall security like brings us, calls the school, and uh, yeah, and then we dropped out. I dropped out when I was sixteen, right when I was able to. Um, and then so Pat was I mean, Pat dropped out at the same time as me, and we were just but, like our whole mind was made up. We're like we're we're gonna be musicians. We don't yeah. need to go to school, um, and. You know, I've went on to go to college since I got a bachelor's degree. Yeah, you um, and you know, I'm I I have a career, and Pat has yeah. a career, and he yeah. has he's also I'll went to college. An, yeah, and associates
2: with the city college. Yeah, so for, it's like through my union, we'll, so we're great in school. Now I tutor people
1: in math. <laughs> we'll do school, but on our terms. You know, yeah. if we don't want to be there. We're not going. It's not our time.
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's why for a lot of people, college is better because. Oftentimes in college, you get to do it a little bit more on your own terms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I I did the traditional, you know, I graduated high school and then I went to a four-year college right after graduating. Um, But college was definitely better in a lot of ways, just because it was like there were more classes, but also socially, it was like you could, you had more opportunities, I felt like, to Mm -hmm. find your tribe. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Freedom. You kind of. I don't know if you lived there, but
0: yeah, I did. I, of I went own. to Florida State. Yeah,
1: nice. Uh, yeah, and you. You yeah. kind of are a little bit more, you know, financially stable than you are in, uh, in sixth and seventh grade. You know. Yes. So that, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: I. I made nine twenty an hour lifeguarding my first uh, couple years of college before I got other additional on campus jobs, but yeah. uh, you know I had a meal plan, so that nine twenty an hour for a couple hours a week that uh that felt like the big bucks.
1: Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah um get some ramen and you know a six-pack oh, yeah you're
0: good yeah no I was living large college is great <laughs> uh my freshman year I had a double room and my roommate moved out six weeks into the year so wow. I had this like giant room and they never brought anyone else in so I had this giant room for like most of the year by myself
1: oh it's awesome
0: oh it's great
1: yeah, that is cool. I lived in a shitty studio apartment with my ex-wife, <laughs> and the floor, <laughs> and the floor, the floor was, was crooked. Yeah, the floor was like crooked. You could put a marble on one side, and it would just roll. Oh all my god! The it was like it was so weird, and I I never noticed it until one time Pat came over, and he was like, "Dude, the floor <laughs> is like sideways." Uh-huh. Oh
0: my god! Yeah. yeah. I uh, I live in Jersey now. Not not too far from where I grew up, but it's my place is all right but i i every so often i'll like go over to someone's place that like is a little nicer and i'm like you know my place my place is fine it's it's nice it's safe but sometimes i'll I'll go to somewhere that's a little safer and i'm like wait your sink doesn't do that weird thing
3: yeah
1: (laughs) you actually have hot water yeah
0: yeah uh something i wanted to note also about this song is that it kind of also relates to how i feel like good charlotte has felt about being in a band uh like they've talked in a lot of interviews about how they never quite fit in the mainstream they sort of got shunned by some of the alt scene once they like quote unquote sold out so they didn't always Mm -hmm. fit in there either but they always had a lot of diehard fans that were like their click
2: yeah Yeah. i I actually i remember now yeah thinking about it like we used to skate like rollerblade and skateboard and stuff all the time. But I remember going to the park and there was a lot of people who were either all about good Charlotte or there's people Mm -hmm. that like really hated good Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause this, yeah. Like the style or, you know, or like too poppy or fake or something like that's what people would say.
0: Yeah. Um, they, it, it, I mean, we talk about this on the show a lot, but they never, you know, the bands like Blink were around the same time, but, Good Charlotte wasn't exactly like Blink, you know? Mm -hmm. Simple Plan was also around the same time. And I think Simple Plan is probably the band that shared the most fans with Good Charlotte. Like, if you liked one, you probably liked the other. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But to me, like, knowing both those bands super well, I'm like, no, 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 but here's all the differences. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, no, they, they've, they despite, like, all those people that, you know, would say, oh, I hate Good Charlotte, they've always had, I think, a lot of die-hard fans.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think those, that Good Charlotte, I think, did a good job in not, like, you know, falling off. And they, they work extremely hard, and they always have. Yeah. And they're continuously putting out music and, you know, growing and you know, being professional musicians mm-hmm. and songwriters. And I yeah. think that anyone who, you know, who could have written them off as being, you know, a trendy band back in the day would be proven wrong now because they're, yeah. they're still doing it, you know?
0: I know. I uh, I did an Instagram live last night on the podcast account because I was like, all right, I should I should try this out. It was very, very nerve-wracking. Um, I don't know if y'all have, have ever done, like, an Instagram live, but it was... Very weird. And I did have people uh watching and like asking questions the whole time, but it was just so odd to like have my face and see my face and myself talking um as people are like typing questions. But anyway, one thing we were kind of chatting about is like what it when are we getting new music? Um (laughs) because it's been like almost two years since the last album, but I do trust, I mean, they're always working so hard uh so i i'm i'm sure that they're you know obviously everyone's plans are kind of shifting right now but i i, I trust mm-hmm. that they are working hard on yeah uh, on some stuff
1: i believe that too For sure
0: yeah so let's talk a little bit about undergrads and i will i will kind of school y'all on undergrads a bit let's do this uh so in my research by the way i just found that the band had shared this song on facebook like three years ago and they just said like who remembers mtv's undergrads this song has a crazy backstory and i'm like what the hell is this crazy backstory
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What is this crazy backstory? It, you know, I I found that interview with a uh, Ear Candy Mag that Joel talks about how they essentially wrote it for the show, and you know the song is essentially in third person. The mm-hmm. the first line they say, the first verse they say, and that's all right because I get down with GC, so I walk on and listen to their CD. Great line, iconic. Yeah. Third person, it's great. Um, so undergrads, it was created by Pete Williams, who had actually dropped out of college at the age of 19. <laughs> and it, it's a cartoon, and it depicts the first-year college experience of a group of friends from high school. They're all going off to separate colleges, but, like, all in the same city. Um, and they just try to stay in touch with each other. And they will, like, video call each other. So that's where you get the line, so come and talk to me on my computer screen.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: but what's wild is that, like, this came out in 2001. Like, I mean, I I guess some kind of video calling existed, but it was not, like, yeah. as easy in 2001. It was not quite mm-hmm. as... Maybe they
1: were doing, like, AOL, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... <laughs> there's one of the kids. Oh, my God. One of the characters, his name is Gimpy, and he is, like, my favorite like i'm holding my hand over my heart right now i <laughs> love gimpy he is this GMP. gimpy yes um he's like a nerd and so he's real he goes to techerson tech and he uh he's very good with computers so i guess maybe gimpy is like pretty uh, pretty spot on about knowing how to figure out computers and, and such, and he, Gimpy, I, in my mind, Gimpy um, is the one that picks up on, you know, hey guys, we should video call each other. But, nice. yeah, it is, it's a very, very fun show. It's kind of weird in the way that, like, cartoons geared towards people who aren't children tend to be kind of weird, right? right. But mm-hmm. it's very funny, and it's just very endearing. Oh, and
3: cool
0: nice it's oh my god it's it's you both you both have to watch it and like everyone listening needs to watch it it did not have a big audience or get great reviews when it aired and it did not get a second season which like oh my god with the way <laughs> the first season and Gim- okay. i'm just like we need a second it's season now yeah where
1: is he now where is He's- gimpy now so Dude, I I want to know, but so this this is,
0: it's a cult. It's like a cult classic. They they did a Kickstarter and they did a Facebook page, and they, he has a Twitter and a YouTube to bring back undergrads. um They are working on a movie right now. Okay. I don't know the exact status, but as of March of this year, I think was the vid- last video I saw. Um, they were still working on the movie and I'm very excited because it's going to be great, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. Like watching, I, I watched that video. It was just Pete Williams, the creator, like talking about the status and like the first few comments were people, you know, people were quote clo- quoting like the click and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so yeah. So the click is the theme song to undergrads uh, in The first episode, you find out that, like, the group of friends on the show, which is, let's see if we can get this all right. Knits, which Pete Williams has said Knits is kind of like him. Knits, Rocco, Cal, and Gimpy.
1: And Gimpy. Nice.
0: Oh, Gimpy. I love Gimpy. He's amazing. He's an icon. <laughs> um, so they call themselves the Click, and they're like watching a Star Wars DVD in episode one. There, there's a lot of a lot of Star Wars. Um, Nitz and Cal go to the same school, and they share a dorm room. And there's a Good Charlotte poster on their wall. Oh, and
3: cool!
0: It's, it's just a cartoon version of uh the album cover, but I'm like, damn it, I want like a real printed out cartoon version of that album cover. <laughs> Good Charlotte also appears in episode twelve, Risk, which is like the spring fling, and they play. Um,
3: oh, cool!
0: Yes, and per a comment on the Kickstarter, they are looking into using this song for the eventual undergrads "Move Me." So, no, yeah. no definite right, on that,
1: but I think Good Charlotte needs to re-record it for that. Maybe um, that's what they're working on.
0: Oh, my God. I would love that so much.
1: That'd be cool if they redid it, you know?
0: Yeah. That would be really funny. Yeah. Or even wrote, like, a follow-up song or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just wrote, you know, a whole album that was, like, songs to uh, soundtrack the movie.
1: Oh, that'd be so cool.
0: That would be very cool.
1: That would be awesome.
0: There's there's a part, I think it's the episode where Good Charlotte plays, on the show that you know they're talking like oh Good Charlotte is uh you know gonna play the spring fling and I think Nis is like oh good, you know Good Charlotte have I heard their stuff uh and then someone else walks by with like a stereo playing the click uh so it's very meta
1: nice so do you do you think all right hear yeah. me out here do you think that Good Charlotte created undergrads. And then, you know, do you think that they had something to do with the creation of undergrads?
0: No, I think the show, based on what I was reading, I think the show was in production and they were looking. It sounds like the show was like in production, clearly not finished because Good Charlotte is like written into the show. Like there's a Good Charlotte poster, but um, Mm -hmm.
1: So you think think that someone writing it was just a major Good Charlotte fan.
0: I don't know that, and that's why I'm like, I would love to talk to the creator of Undergrads, like have him on the podcast mm, too, yeah. and be or like, "What's up?" I actually I reached out to him it, on Facebook. Um, his Twitter DMs aren't open, and I couldn't find an email. But I like message the Bring Back Undergrads Facebook page, and I'm like, "Please come on my podcast." Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I my thought, like realistically, is that they didn't have a poster like you know the good charlotte poster in the dorm room um wasn't necessarily there from the start and it wasn't necessarily good charlotte playing the the spring carnival from the start but that mm-hmm. it was like 95% finished and they just kind of had to add that background and and you know those few scenes mm. where they play um right. yeah that's <sighs> my it sounds, and this is why I'm like, what is this crazy backstory the band is hinting out on Facebook, right? Um, my guess is that like maybe MTV—I don't know if MTV reached out to like multiple bands or if MTV like only reached out to Good Charlotte, but I don't know. In in Joel's answer to that interview, it kind of sounded like they didn't think they would get it, so they—it wasn't like a sure thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but this maybe was they like.
2: Just- Maybe the creator just wanted to get a band involved in the show somehow, like increase viewers or something, you know, just to tie it into something that was like hot on the market music wise.
1: That makes sense, I guess, why they would take it out off the record because if, you know, if that was written.
0: Well, no, it wasn't that they took it off the record. It wasn't included on the original version of the record. Oh. Yeah. So the, the original version didn't have the click. Um and then for some reason the version that you find on Spotify and Apple Music nowadays is like the original version without the click.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's Think what so. I I don't know. It makes me mad. Now did
3: they
2: in the show where is the song played like as an introduction for the show or is it like just in in one of the episodes or how does it's the song It's a theme
0: song. So it's in every episode. Okay. Um so you get like a little clip. It's not like the full the full song. Right um okay but you'll have like an open you know a few minutes open opening scene and then the theme song and uh a little montage of the theme song yeah
1: okay cool nice
0: yeah yeah
1: well, so I'm gonna watch it i'm nice. gonna watch the whole season tonight. oh you should yeah, we're staying yeah. i'm not going to sleep till, till yeah. it's
0: done yeah no it's it's a very quick watch um it you know totals out to a few hours so you you can you could definitely finish it in a sitting i was like the other day i was like all right i should watch some of this show before i do this podcast and i was like oh the whole thing is on youtube shit like i you know this was like monday night and i was like "Mm, i hope i can finish it all but like yeah obviously no problem getting through it nice nice yeah um have you so you guys have seen the music video for this song right
1: Yes,
3: mm-hmm.
1: this- and I just thought I just thought that it was just like a, an illustrated music video. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't put it together that it's the show.
0: Yeah, so it's it's clips from undergrads, and then the band is rocking out. Um, I just noted that I find this video absolutely hilarious because, like Benji has his spiky black hair and. I think Billy is like bleach blonde. Like they're trying to be super punk, Mm -hmm. but like none of them have like almost any tattoos. (laughs) And not that you need tattoos to be punk because you don't, but a few years later they would be covered in tattoos. Mm -hmm. And this is like such a a catchy song, but it's, yeah, the video, the video is fun. And I think Joel said in that uh, interview with ear candy that this was his favorite of the videos that they've done. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah, I remember. He just
1: needed the money for the test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Joel just had that one star.
0: Yeah.
1: He had that one star in his shoulder. And mm-hmm. and that's funny because Johnny, um, I went with him to the tattoo shop, and he got that same star tattooed on the same shoulder.
0: I love that. Yeah. I, I know that it was like the day they all got signed. They all got GC tattooed, like, on their arm. Um, mm-hmm. And I have – I think I think I know a couple people that have also gotten like the same little little GC.
3: Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: What is fun now, Devin? I think you're actually a tattoo artist, right?
1: Yeah, I do tattoos. You know, I'm a amateur tattoo artist and a volunteer Gosh, fireman. A
0: driver. Wow.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I but I do I do do tattoos. I've I've worked at a shop for a while, um, and now I just. I do them out of the house on close friends and uh, people that I like. And I work as a, like I'm a a product designer, like a UX designer, Mm -hmm. um, nine to five. But yeah, I do do tattoos.
0: So do either of you Mm -hmm. have any, any band or music related tattoos?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I have, I have Mm -hmm. a social distortion tattoo and I have a messed tattoo.
0: Oh, what's your messed tattoo?
1: It's a a little head and it says fucked up kid.
0: That's a great tattoo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My social distortion ones is, uh, it's the, you know, social distortion skeleton and it says live before you die.
0: Also great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then, that best
0: uh, tattoo. Wow. I love that.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got that when I was 17 and, and the artist was like, or, it was that we had, we, when we dropped out of school, we, we rented this like apartment and it was just a constant party and we would have tattoo parties there all the time. And we were having a tattoo party and I was getting this tattoo and it was like the sun was coming up and like (laughs) everyone was hammered. And the guy's like, he's like, are you sure you want to get fucked up kid tattooed on your arm? And I'm like. That's like
0: exactly the kind of tattoo I would have gotten if I could have gotten a tattoo at 17. So yeah,
3: I think you just did
0: what like every 17 year old punk kid uh, wants to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then uh, yeah, Pat's got a whole bunch of tattoos. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I got one. I, you know, I got
2: one. I got a Blink One Eighty Two tattoo. Oh
1: yeah, I did the Blink
2: t- yeah, tattoo that, on did Pat. It not long ago, a couple years ago. And then I got a uh, an acoustic band from like uh, Minnesota, Jamestown mm-hmm. Story. Mm-hmm. I got a. Uh, I have a tattoo um, of one of their album covers, and uh, you got some lyrics that, on your ribs. Sure I, I got yeah, music staff on the back of my neck. I've got. Uh, a starting line song, the second verse and a good night's sleep. I got that tattoo down my left uh, side of my ribs. Um, yeah. Everything's kind of, well, band specific stuff is there, yeah. but we've got microphones and pianos and all yeah. kinds of stuff tattooed too.
0: I love it. Most of my tattoos are music related in some way. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I
3: got an alkaline lent- lent-
1: tattoo as well.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Who doesn't,
1: you know, I, I feel like <laughs> everyone's got that.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyone who likes alkaline trio has a tattoo.
0: I think that's probably correct. Um, <laughs> I do not have an alkaline trio tattoo, but I think. Well,
1: you come to Chicago, Molly, right. and we're gonna sit you down, and we'll both
0: get right. one. <laughs> I know. I'll come to Chicago. Eat. Eat. I don't know. Do they make vegan deep dish? Someone's got to make vegan deep dish.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Chicago's got it all. Got it all some, for
1: you.
0: Have some vegan deep dish and, and get schooled an Alkaline Trio and walk home with an Alkaline Trio tattoo. I like that.
1: That's, that's right. We'll listen to a ton of good trailer. And, yes. Yeah. I love it. And watch them on the grids.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Where, it's so where
1: cool. are you at?
0: I'm in New Jersey.
1: New nice. Jersey. Austria.
0: Yeah. So... Um, I, I'm going I to Philly
1: next month. I think Jersey.
2: I, oh, really? I yeah. learned how to drive stick shift, uh, and I passed through the New Jersey Turnpike mm-hmm. my first time driving stick. Love that. So I haven't really been to Jersey, but I was on that highway though. Hammer drunk. <laughs> no, no. <I> was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jersey's Jersey's good. I mean, I grew up here. You know, I went to school in Ohio, and I've like pretty much been back in Jersey since, except for like touring a bit. Um. But is the, shore,
2: is the shore legit, like the, like the show with the, the pier and all that?
0: So the, New Jersey has so many beaches that are all so different. Uh, I had just gone down to Long Beach Island, which is like such an opposite vibe of like Seaside Heights. Which like Seaside Heights is a boardwalk and it's mm-hmm. like everyone is just getting drunk and really rowdy. Long Beach Island is very family friendly. There's no boardwalk all of the ocean front is just houses. Like there's not really businesses on the ocean front at all. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you have places that have boardwalks, like ocean city also has a boardwalk, but it's like a family friendly boardwalk. So there's, Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of different uh, beaches in New Jersey. Nice. Um, So they are not all like seaside heights.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I believe.
3: Um, Yeah. (laughs) I believe. Yeah.
0: So do you guys have any like specific stories you want to share about the click?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. We talked a lot about the click. Yep. You know. Um, we, we definitely used to cover it for sure. Yeah. When
2: sure. we were younger. Absolutely. Uh,
1: no, no stories about the click.
2: I Is like it? it more now knowing that it was written for a movie. I think that that's,
1: super cool now that yeah, Obi-Wan Obi- Obi- Kenobi line makes sense because yeah. we're like what yeah. the hell uh, how does yeah. he walk like Obi-Wan Kenobi
0: mm-hmm. right right exactly the Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah, but- line makes a lot of sense the yeah. third person line about you know listening to the GCCD makes yeah. a lot of sense um, yeah
1: because I'm like he's listening to his own music I mean I do that sometimes but
0: yeah I I Remember, like, I had known that this was written, that this was, you know, the the theme song to undergrads, but I just assumed that the show wouldn't be available anywhere. Obviously, just forgetting the existence of YouTube, which has literally everything ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, uh, on the Instagram Live last night, we got into a whole discussion of, like, which characters from different shows would, like, good Charlotte. And we went into this whole thing of, like, who from Riverdale would like Good Charlotte, who from uh, Degrassi would like Good Charlotte. And they tried mm. to get me to talk about who from Glee would like Good Charlotte, but I've never watched Glee, so I couldn't help what about What about
1: It's Always Sunny? Who from It's Always Sunny would like Good Charlotte?
0: I have never watched that.
1: Oh, man.
0: Well, so I'll ask you, who I, from It's Always Sunny would like Good Charlotte?
1: I think Charlie.
0: Okay. Charlie would like anything,
1: you know? Give him a mm-hmm. beer, he'll listen to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would like I think I don't uh, you know Mac might but okay what's another show The Office you know hmm. The Office right oh yeah who, I just who I, likes I... Char- Dwight Dwight gets down with GC
0: yeah, Dwight definitely gets down with G C. Angelo Pam, probably.
1: Jim and Pam probably uh, Jim's been in a couple G C gigs. In Jim's time. probably a little more indie. You know, he's probably like in Weezer a little bit more yeah. than GC.
0: But Pam, but yeah, Pam would be like, oh Jim, won't you come? They're playing, you know, they're playing in Scranton. and come with me. Yeah, and
3: play seasons.
0: They would probably see Michael like being yeah. really Stage-sided. dorky at the show. Yeah, stage diving or trying to crowd surf. He probably has
1: good Charlotte tattooed over his stomach like ours, you
3: know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then they would probably, there would be a talking head, and uh, Jim and Pam would be like, that's the last good Charlotte show we're going to, now that we know Michael's going to be there. Something like that.
1: Yeah, he would ruin it for him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Then Stanley would be there too. Yeah. He'd be security.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, and then Stanley, there would be a talking head, and Stanley would be like, You know, you know that monologue Stanley has uh, when he's talking about Pretzel Day and he's like, I hate my job, but I like Pretzel Day. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: And he would be like, look, I just worked security at this concert to make a few bucks, but I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He would like be into it. He would totally (laughs) be into it.
1: That's a great show.
0: Yeah. The Office is great. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just, I watched it, like, two years ago, and I just binged it over, like, a few months, mm-hmm. um, but it's great, and it's, like, now that I've seen all of it, I have a lot of fun going back and, like, just catching reruns whenever they're on, because so I'm, like, oh, I have the context, so, like, the jokes are funnier now that I have all the context.
1: Right. Yeah, you get so much more.
0: Yes. Have you heard of a podcast called Office Ladies? No. Oh it's mm-hmm. great. It's uh Jenna Fisher and Angela. So uh Pam and Angela the actresses and wow. they just go through it every week. They talk about they go you know episode by episode. Um and they've had a few like they've had Rain Wilson, they had John Krasinski on the show. Um but it's it's great and like especially hearing all the backstories and stuff I'm like oh this is like now I I love it even more like catching you know whenever I catch it.
1: Yeah, I need to listen to that.
0: Yes, that's like great. Check it out. You definitely should. So this has been awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, this is great.
0: Yeah, this has been really cool. So, oh, my gosh. Now, I, I mean, you kind of said how excited you were to check out undergrads. But Devin and, and Patrick, how has the click held up for you over time?
1: Great. Still rocking. Yeah. Same 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 vibe. I, yeah. You know, when you when we first heard it and it's just like has that big intro and that lead comes mm-hmm. in. It's like a classic, you know, pop punk rock, you know, a great song with great energy. And uh, you know, I played it today and it's still you still get the same vibes from it. So it's really yeah. it's definitely held up well.
0: Yeah. I love it. I feel like it it's despite in some instances it kind of feels like it's about a very specific period of time uh i feel like it's held up well and i still relate to it a ton Mm -hmm. so what has good charlotte meant to you guys over the years and how has that changed over time
1: i think you know good charlotte has inspired us in a lot of ways especially as brothers yeah Yeah. Uh, brothers
2: thing is totally yeah that was it was easy to make that connection with them because they're brothers,
1: you know. Yeah, and it and it's led us to you know feel feel good about the, some of the things that we do as as brothers in a band. Like we play a lot of acoustic shows, mm-hmm. and you know they, I I know that we used to have a DVD of their acoustic set. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and it was just seeing that and and us doing that. It, it just makes us you know feel good about about doing the things we're doing and they also they work together really well and they work mm-hmm. um they work hard really well and and both of them being kind of different um both of them kind of having different vibes is really cool too because like me I'm a lot more punk and Pat is a lot more like pop you know Pat's Pat's listening to um Ariana, Andre, Ariana Grande <laughs> and I'm listening to like minor threat or something like that so yeah. i think that yeah. we we're like, literally how it fits
2: there,
0: there was some interview where i think it was benji said something along the lines of how they wanted to be like a mix of minor threat and the backstreet boys like they wanted to like keep their punk roots but they wanted mm-hmm. to be super fucking famous like the backstreet boys
1: yeah mm-hmm. you can tell joel is he's all about that you know
0: yeah yep he's yeah.
1: The singing, the hair. Yeah. I think wow. later on in their in their career, Joel got a little bit more punk, you know, and he started For sure. tattooing a little a little bit more. But uh I think that those guys there's a lot of brothers in bands and like Oasis, you know, those those dudes <laughs> they don't even talk anymore and they turn you know, would try to kill each, right. each
0: other. Right. Oasis like Liam and Noel Gallagher, they, they fight all the time. The, oh yeah. The only mm-hmm. time they're in the news now is when they're fighting or complaining about each other
1: yeah and uh i think you know benji and joel is a uh, positive influence that yes. we can look up to as as brothers on on working together and i think mm-hmm. that they're they're both um as as we're talking about benji and joel i think that they're both you know someone to look up to in a family way you know they're both like mm-hmm. you know they got cameron diaz um and they're just they seem like they're they do a good balance of keeping work and life a, a little separate, but um, doing doing good at both. And uh, you know, Billy, as an as an artist, influenced me a lot too. Yeah, um, I know that you know he did a lot of the art for the um, for the Good Charlotte covers, and he is a graphic designer. And um, you know, that's something that I was doing back then. And then I went to you know that motivated me to go to school for graphic design. And
0: I love that what
1: I am today. So I think that. All the members of Good Charlotte is, have really pushed us. Not Paul too much, you know. Paul is just hanging out while we're yeah. on base, but he's holding it down. You know, he yes. gets in the pocket and he, and he stays there, and that's cool. But yeah,
0: have there been any like challenges that you feel like you faced in terms of being in a band with your brother?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, tons of them. Like, who's who's yeah more important than the other? Whose word is 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 you know holds more weight than the other what what do we sound like
2: we both have like our
1: vision of what we want the band to be Mm
2: -hmm. and then it's like if it was just dev it would be too strong going one way and then if it was just me it'd be too strong going the other way but then when we find like the sweet spot
3: and right together yeah
1: that's what's that's what's happening now those yeah. are the songs you're hearing. And we're, and we're still, we just figured that out not long ago. I mean, yeah. when we were in a band before, it's like I would write a song and we'd be like, all right, cool, let's play your song. And then Pat would write a song and we're like, all right, cool, right. you know, we'll play your song too. And we wouldn't change them that much. But I now- feel like
0: that's the situation where Blink-182 is not brothers. They weren't brothers, but Blink-182's mm-hmm. Neighborhoods, that's kind of, I think, where that faltered is like, you can tell which songs on Neighborhoods were written by Tom and which were written by Mark.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that, you know, for some, for some bands that works and that's cool for us. Um, I think that we we're working best with, um, when me and Pat actually sit down together and we will have a, we'll have a small idea like, Oh, I thought of this hook, um, this like this chorus, you know, idea, and then we'll just write the song from there. And it doesn't take us long to do it. You know, we, we can, we write a song in an hour and, um, we have an idea, but but doing that together and now mm-hmm. working and working together in that way is uh is something yeah. that took us a little bit to get to and to figure out that that's how we how we need to do it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean even with someone that you are related to it still can takes time to find that uh, that pattern where you just like yeah. click and you get it.
1: Yeah. And and also with that it's like you know, the band is our life, and we're mm-hmm. we're working hard on it every single day. But at the same time, we also want to be brothers and just enjoy enjoy ourselves outside of the band, and and uh, and have a good brotherly friendship. And that's that's sometimes hard to turn off the band because there's a lot of stress that comes with the band. You know, yeah, every like- conversation is. Ba- So it's like sometimes I'll see
2: Jeff call and I'll be driving home from work (laughs) in traffic on 94 and I'm
1: like, Oh my God, it's about the band. He's like, I'm not answering the phone. (laughs) So sometimes you gotta, we gotta put the band aside and just have fun and, uh, you know, not think of it because some, yeah, sometimes it is. I'm, and I'm always, like, grinding hard on the band and, like, what are we going to do today? What did you do for the band today?
0: <laughs> right, right. What did you
1: do for the band today? And it's
0: good. I and mean, you have to, to a certain extent. It's like, you have to. But yeah, it, but it's that, also
1: really healthy yeah. to
0: just
1: yep. to just sit there and, you know, sit on the beach together and just To enjoy, have hobbies,
0: yeah. And yeah.
1: enjoy your time together as brothers mm-hmm. and to build a relationship
3: in yeah. that way,
0: I, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think I feel like that's something that anyone doing any kind of creative pursuit has to do is like that balance between hustle, hustle, hustle and, mm-hmm. you know, hobbies and relaxation and socializing. But it seems like there's an extra kind of level when you are related.
1: Yeah, because we're not we're not going yeah. anywhere. You know, we've right. been in bands before with members and, and we've you know, we used to be in a band, we would practice every day when we were like fifteen and we had a bass player and he would just wanna sleep in or not have practice and we would like run we would go to his house and like knock on his bedroom <laughs> window. Yeah. <right? laughs> He'd have his mom like come out and lie and say She's he's like, sick and, and 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 you know, because me and Pat were so crazy into the band and you know, but we don't have to we're, we don't have to deal with him forever, but we have to deal with each other forever. So right, it's like, right. we better balance it well because mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, if we don't, we'll end up like Oasis.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Do you have any last words about the click about good Charlotte, about till morning or about yourselves?
1: Um, no, I mean, you can, you uh, can check this out at TillMorning.net. That has the links to everything social. You can find us anywhere you stream music. Um, we're looking forward to new music coming from Good Charlotte. Oh my we, god! Yeah. Yeah, and we 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 thank you for for taking us on this podcast, and we're really excited to hear it when it comes out and hear all the other songs.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So before we head out, Devin and Patrick. So, oh my gosh! So I do a Spotify playlist, Generation GC and Friends, and that's every song that we cover on the show except obviously i can't put the click itself on the playlist Um. because it's not on spotify but i also include songs from our artists to our guests so i'll put i think i'll put okay because that's the newest one but i also like to get some recommendations um so why don't you each um each you can pick out uh just anything you're listening to lately anything you're digging
1: great you want us to do that yes. right now yeah all right pat you, you go for
0: style yep yeah. anything anything a song
1: you go first dude i'm i okay so it hasn't even come out yet but taylor swift i love taylor swift she's okay. releasing a song to, tonight she's releasing her yes. next record tomorrow so you and i think that the song is called courage okay so you need to throw that on there. And I haven't even heard it yet, but,
0: but you you just know it's going to be, okay. I, just, I okay. just know. And I love her. I love it. Right. I also love Taylor Swift. I'm so excited. Yeah. What a, what a thing to wake up to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. I'm going to say this acoustic song. Um, but it's kind of like a band. It's a band too. Um, it's on the radio a lot, like 93 XRT. Um, they're called camp. Mm-hmm. And I think it's spelled with two two A's. Yeah, C-A-A-M-P. C-A-A-M-P. Okay. Um, and their single is By and By. Okay. Um, but it just jams. I've been playing that. Uh, it comes on the radio all the time at home. My mom's always playing 93XRT like in the kitchen. <laughs> so I hear that song like uh, four or five times a day, like in the evening. And it's, it's it. a really great song.
0: Love it. I'll, so have, I'm gonna to, that one. I'll have to check that out. Well, this has been awesome. Okay, so you said TillMorning.net is the website. And what are your socials?
1: Um, band.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Devin, Patrick, thank you for coming on the show. Listeners, thank you for tuning in to hear Devin and Patrick Parker from TillMorning talk about The Click from Good Charlotte's self-titled album. Last week, we talked about California, The Way I Say I Love You from Generation Rx. Next week, we'll be talking about a song from The Young and the Hopeless. My name's Molly. I've been your host. You can follow Generation GC at Generation GC Pod, P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also follow me, Molly, at M Huddleston, M-H-U-D-E-L-S-O-N, on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on iTunes, and please rate it, leave a review, and tell all your friends to listen. Thank you all for tuning in.